0: this is jeff this is brett and we're just talking about star wars all the time on the skywalk
1: What's up, MoveMogers? Welcome to episode, Jeff, Oh yeah, 130 of the Skywalk. Are Skywalker. you serious? Jeff, this is the most special Skywalk episode in, in a very, very long time. Dude, we have gotten to the upper echelon. Jeff and I are actually together in person. In person. For the first time in a year and a half.
0: Dude, it's been too long.
1: This is amazing. Jeff. This is certainly going to be a better experience for you and I. Oh, yeah. I hope it is for the move milkers, (laughs) but there's no guarantee. Well, you know, (laughs) we do what we can. Yeah, you're going to hear some birds chirping. You're going to hear some trucks drive by occasionally. But you know what? I think it's worth it, man. Might even hear whoop, 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 whoop. Who who would that be? Kobe? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Jeff's dog is here, who I'm meeting (laughs) in person for the first time.
0: And let me be clear, folks.
1: We're eating snacks. Uh, Jeff had this amazing spread for me, man. Like this is this is royal treatment. I feel like I feel like Queen Amadala herself. Let's let's just say,
0: some people might even say that I'm bougie.
1: I'm one of those people, because Jeff. Here's the thing, dude. Yeah. I am all about going to the movie theater and
0: getting served with
1: food. Jeff, here's the thing. I could see you bringing all of this stuff to a movie theater. Heck yeah! Like if Jeff had a big enough coat. <laughs> <laughs> like it wouldn't even surprise me.
0: Do what you need. If you, Jeff, you want like, you want some mustard, barbecue sauce? I mm-hmm. got it. Th- so this is the reason uh-huh. I brought out so much stuff. Because I want to change just for today. Yeah. I want to change our rating system mm-hmm. based on not only whether we're dipping, but what we're dipping
1: and how. And this time I can really I can really confirm for the moof milkers if you're actually dipping it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm dipping it, Jeff. In this episode, we will talk about Taika Waititi, Waititi. Mando rumors, uh-oh, The Bad Batch, maybe, mm. Star Wars Visions, and Jeff, dun dun dun, uh-oh, uh-oh, Galaxy's Edge, because one of these people, oh snap, has gone to Galaxy's Edge. But before we do, social meteors. <laughs> On Apple Podcast, search for The Skywalk, Skies Sky. Skywalk, as in the thing you cook in, spell W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, same deal, The Skywalk. Disgracebook, Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram! Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> we are so back. People, so people, you don't understand. Yeah. We've been doing this. Um, virtually for a year so and a half yeah. that our our cues have been slightly off mm-hmm. but now we're back on it because i can see my boy yeah he's only he's only <laughs> seven feet away and i know exactly when he's gonna say it
1: you know it's funny jeff over a year and a half we've gotten it incrementally closer and closer to synced up every time Right, right and i usually have to sync it in post but last time we had finally gotten into it within about a tenth of a second. Almost. Yeah, almost there, and now we're fully there, Jeff. In person, Skywalk. That's how you do, Instagram the Skywalk, uh, Podomatic, Jeffrey.
0: Well, listeners, we're gonna keep it smooth and collected. It's StarWarsOverCoffee.dotPodomatic.dotcom,
1: and all the other social media platforms: Stitcher, Podbean. Amazon, Google, Player FM, Bean Dip, Audible, Odyssey, spelled A U D S C,
0: Hat Trick FM,
1: iHeart Radio, mine are real this time, Jeff. <laughs> iHeart Radio, something called Angami? No. Yes. And allmenus.com. Uh, but that one, Jeff, is actually the Skywalk Deli in Lodi, California. That is what I'm talking about. Jeff, have you ever heard of Lodi, California? No. If you Google the Skywalk, you get, Where a, is this? You get a bunch of fast food joints, too. No way. Yeah, so technically we could say we're on allmenus.com. I would totally eat at the theskywalk.com. Dude, California. We'll see if it's close to uh, Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. It'll be the Spider-Man meme, except with two different Skywalks. I know. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can get some sponsorship. Jeff, I'm so happy to be here with you, man. So I, cool. I just want to say, before we get into it, just to tease what's coming up in the show, which I already did a little bit. Listeners, you have no idea. Jeff, I did go, as you know, to Galaxy's Edge.
0: Wow. And and listeners, I have confirmed this. I have seen the photos.
1: But Jeff, before we get into all that, okay. uh, let's get back to the fail bag. All right, let's check it out. Jeff, I just love the move milkers and we get awesome comments Dude, every time. I can't believe we're getting
0: we're getting it's I don't I, I'm not even sure we should call it the failback anymore. Yeah. Wow. Maybe we change that. That th- Like listeners, I love all of you guys yep. because for the longest time, you were all just figments of my imagination.
1: <laughs> That's what I
0: thought as far as w- people actually listening to this show. Jeff thought I was making this up all the time. I'm, like, Jeff, I'm people- like, dude, are you serious? There's no way more than 10 people are listening to us.
1: And then he thought you were all bots. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jeff Logan. Our good pal, Logan. Logan, thank you. uh, Beloved Moof Milker. He said... uh, These are all in response to our last episode. The trailer for Star Wars Visions gave us just enough of a tease to get hyped for it without revealing too much. And now, Jeff, uh, I want to remind the Moof Milkers, he wrote this before the other trailer dropped. Oh, really? That revealed more. Okay. This is after the first one when we advised, okay, maybe you don't even watch the next one. He says, if they come out with a second trailer... I'll be taking y'all's advice by not watching the trailer. There we go. Logan, you're doing the right thing, You're welcome. So, Jeff, uh, here's my deal with Star Wars Visions. And we'll just talk about it now since Logan brought it up. Okay. All right. Uh, Nice segue. I was away on vacation. Yeah. And I checked my computer, and I see that there's a new trailer for Visions. Okay. And I'm like, oh, snap. And I started to watch it, having forgotten our pact Uh not to watch any more footage from the show because we're just so stoked for it. And I, I only got about three or four seconds in before I remembered the pact and shut it down. Look at you. And that was enough. You resisted the temptation. To get me even more stoked, dude. Wow. And realize also, just from reading about it, that we talked about that. I think it's an octagonal or what is it if it has six sides? Hex. Hexagon. Hexagon. Okay. Hexagonal? <laughs> lightsaber? Uh, <laughs> dude, it was just like super cool, right? Okay. Should have realized it's the team behind the movie Promare, which I know you haven't seen, but for any Move Milkers right, that have right. seen it, it's insane, dude. It is any other anime you've ever seen on steroids times six, Wow, uh, but super cool style. So I really just can't wait for that. Uh, and we'll talk about we'll talk about Visions a little bit more. So basically, you saw a preview of the preview of the preview. Kind of. Yeah, I saw like the first three seconds. And even that sent me over the moon. Mm. Over the moon. And we don't have long to wait for that, Jeff. It is coming out on September 22nd. Dude, I love the fact that we're getting new content uh, every month. Jeff, and, and come on. This is the best time of year. Uh, Andre <laughs> weighed in, Jeff. Andre weighed in on our last episode. Thank you, Andre. Saying... Great episode, gents. Visions looks like so much fun. I like this part, Jeff. Mm. Because it was about me. He says, says, I I feel like it is a small answer to your wish, Brett, that Tartakovsky has given more Star Wars stories to tell. While it isn't him, it is other revered animators with seeming free reign to build as they wish. That's what I'm talking about. Couldn't agree more, Andre. did we speak this
0: into existence? Because I could have sworn we were talking about Tartakovsky way before Visions was even a thing.
1: Jeff, can I tell you something else? We have talked about one of the things I've pushed for before, and I know I've told you this many times. Mm. I would love to see a Star Wars series that is a completely anthology, right? Yeah. Where you have a different creative team telling a different story in a different part of the Star Wars universe or timeline or both. And... Uh, I think we probably talked about this two or three years ago. You're welcome, Star Wars. Trying to give them ideas to populate Disney Plus. Hey, now, which they still uh, starting to do. Maybe we're we're, we're kind of getting there. Kind of getting there. The plane's starting to take off. Yeah. So Visions is kind of that. I mean, it is that, right? Except anime. But then I also saw the other day that Guillermo del Toro, mm. and I I I likely won't be watching this because I'm not into horror. Okay. But he's doing an anthology series. I think he's like the you know the guy that created the idea or whatever. Oh, you know, I heard about that. And it is literally what I described, except not for Star Wars. It's mm. like a different creative team. I think there's some that maybe he wrote himself, but different people are directing. Different people starring in everyone. So every Look. single one is like its own mini movie in this sort of horror world that he's creating.
0: It, it, wait, so you're saying it's
1: not related to Star Wars at all? Not at all. No, oh, not okay. at all. Interesting. But it has me thinking. Is it Disney. Uh, No, 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 no. Probably probably very un-Disney. Oh, I see. Um, Okay, my bad. But I I think I'd always ruled out this idea thinking it wasn't practical. Like it's, you know, it would be too expensive to bring in these different creative teams and whole new cast of actors for every single one. Mm -hmm. But apparently not, man. Apparently not. Because these are like good creators we're talking about too. Um, Wow. And
0: you know what? Just throw it up on the wall and see what sticks. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody tripping if you have a bad, a couple of bad swings. Yeah. But just don't mess up with the main characters, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And so that's... Just be Mac Jones. Don't be Cam Newton. Right! <laughs> Jeff, do you think we should... Let's, l- let's get Bad Batch in right now. Okay. Okay. Before we get to the meat. Mm. Okay. Because Andre said, this was before the final couple episodes of the Bad Batch. Okay. He said, I am expecting big things from the final episodes of the Bad Batch. Filoni doesn't seem to like to conclude things with finality, so I don't think it will be the culmination that I hope for, but maybe it'll be great. I expect a big showdown between Hunter and Crosshair, and I want to stop right there, because I agree. I think I think Andre kind of nailed it. Yep. I expected big things.
0: I was underwhelmed.
1: Yeah, I was too. And I got to say, it was a little anticlimactic. Yep.
0: I think that they could have ended the last opus episode halfway through. Yeah. And we would have been it would have been good. Yeah. Like if they just ended spoiler alert, mm-hmm. if they just ended with Crosshair and Hunter and Hunter takes them out in the middle of the uh, the arena, mm-hmm. if, if they just ended there, I think I think everything would have been fine because the whole point was, are they going to save Hunter? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are they going to conclude things with with Crosshair? Yes. Are we going to finally understand why Omega is who she is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, all of those questions were already answered. We don't need the escape from what, what's, what's Camino. Oh, Camino, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we don't need the escape from Camino episode. Like, yeah, that, yeah. you know, yeah. It, again, not, not even the Empire cared.
1: Yeah, they were done.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, the, the Star Destroyers left.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> like, we don't actually care if you guys survive or yeah. not. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, we're leaving. Yep. We're good. Yep. Um, I think it was the okay batch. Okay, um, <laughs> the
0: okay batch. But you know no, what, though, I like it.
1: here. But here's here's the. Uh, but again, still good. Devil's avocado, Jeff. Mm. I think it's okay for everything not to be the gigantic home run. Fate of the universe hinges on this episode all the time. Like I think that's totally fine. Um, and you know, like Andre said, Dave Filoni uh, doesn't conclude things with finality. So I kind of expected that crosshairs. I kind of expected exactly what we got. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be a total jerk. He's going to show some little hint of a possibility that maybe someday he'll come back around. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to do it already. No. You know? So they're just kind of dragging that out. And I feel like that is inevitable. He's, Once- too, he's too entrenched. And yeah. he's got he's to be betrayed first. Right. And he hasn't, right. that hasn't happened yet. Right. Um, Jeff. Charlie. Mm. our good pal Charlie Downs Charlie what do you think he wrote in as well everybody agrees about Star, War, uh, Star Wars Visions he says agreed Visions looks awesome he weighed in on our thing uh, last episode where I said oh we have a thing that the very end of The Force Awakens was basically a post credit scene Ooh. you know Ray's journey to Octo to find Luke true true he says this he says I have always said that the coda to episode 7 coda I think being a more even professional word Jeff yeah, it's uh, very nice wow. the coda to episode 7 would have would have been a better post credit scene for all the reasons you said. But also, I think as a post credit scene, it also could have been cut faster. That's true. If it was a post-credits, they would have cut out a lot of that walking. Uh, we wouldn't have had so much climbing of stairs and stuff. Movie ends with Ray leaving. Credits. Falcon arrives at a planet. Ray and Chewie get out to look at stairs. <laughs> One shot of Ray climbing. <laughs> Top of stairs, mysterious figure. Expletive, it's Luke. End. Charlie, I agree.
0: All right, so here's the problem. Yeah. I actually love that ending. Yeah. But the problem with it is Mm -hmm. you never should have said Luke was in the movie. Yes. And that was the point. Not only should you know. Everybody was pissed that it's, you know, basically two hours in. Yeah. We're like, dude, where's Luke? Mm -hmm. Like, why was he listed as being a star in this movie if he's got no screen time? Right.
1: And Mark Hamill knew from the beginning they did the table read of the script. And he's like, oh, so I'm not in this, you know. And the thing is, Jeff. I've always said this was a detriment to the movie. It, it hurt our first time experience viewing it. And you can say, oh, fan expectations, blah, blah, blah. But that's not what this is. Yeah, This is not about how great we thought the movie would be. This is about being told yeah. that our beloved characters are all in the movie. Written documentation. And every other one of them was, yeah, you know, except him.
0: And I mean, not not just was, like, yeah. ad actually had speaking parts, right? You know, where they were on the
1: screen for more than thirty seconds. Jeff, you want to know how we prove we're right about this? Mm. About this subjective argument? Okay. Think about the flip side. If they had not said that he was going to be in the movie, done. That... If they said, "Look, guys, it's only going to be Han, Leia, Chewie this time around," just letting you know. Now, think about the pleasant surprise, dude, that you would have at the end of the movie when he does show up just for a split second. And at that point, you're thinking, funny, you should mention that, Brett. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because that actually happens in The Mandalorian. Right. Right. <laughs> Nobody was complaining that he didn't get enough screen time in that because your your expectation of him being there was zero. Right. So, Yeah. And I told—I I mentioned this, Jeff, in our early episodes that I don't think are even on Podomatic anymore. But Ooh. So we saw it the first time, just five of us, right? Mm-hmm. Me, you, three other people. Yep. I told anyone else I went with after that who was seeing it for the first time. I said, look, there's a thing I want to tell you because but I, I think you want to. No, no, no. <laughs> I said, look, I want you to give me permission to tell you. I don't have to. It's sort of a spoiler, but I think you're going to enjoy the movie more if I tell you. And not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody that I said that to said, "Okay, yeah, tell me. And I said, Luke's not really in it. Just so you know, don't expect to see Luke Skywalker. And you know what, Jeff? They loved it. Pleasantly surprised when he showed up. But they also weren't waiting for him to show up for two and a half hours. Exactly. Yeah. Much better experience that way. Jeff, we got to move on. All right. All right. Uh, but thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Logan. Yes. Love you guys. Uh, and please, all Moof Milkers, right in. Waititi Watch. Waititi! Jeff, this is where we catch up on all things going on with the beloved director, Taika Waititi. Who I gotta is, say, this is a busy dude. This is a super busy dude. Yeah. Okay? Uh, It's been a while since we talked about him, so to recap, why do we talk about Taika? (laughs) One, because he voiced IG-11, who's amazing. Yeah, I mean, come on. Two, because he directed episode eight, or the season finale of the first season of The Mandalorian. There we go. And three, because he's confirmed as having a Star Wars in the works, and that's what we're going to talk about now, Jeff. Here's a quote from, uh, oh, crap. I linked to the source, but I didn't write what it was. And this is a piece of paper where you can't click on a link. <laughs> but whatever Sorry, source... guys. It's from
0: the source. <laughs>
1: it's from the internet. Look it up. <laughs> it says, having finished on Thor Love and Thunder, Waititi is now focusing more on his Star Wars film. Mm. He says it's still in the exterior space stage. That, Jeff, that's a reference to, like, you know, at the beginning of a script, I think. And it's just, like, exterior space. Like, he's just telling you, like, this is where we are. Oh. He's basically saying, I've kind of not done a whole lot. <laughs> right, right, right. He laughed, though, and then said this. There's, there's, there might be a sentence on a
0: piece of a napkin.
1: Well, that's what he's leading you to believe with this quote. But okay. then he says, after a little dot, 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 he says, but we've got a story. Oh, I see. I'm really excited by it because it feels very me. Jeff. I, I'm just so happy he has a story. I'm happy it's very him, and I think again, talk about setting fan expectations. Mm. So, yeah, I think it is going to be more wacky and wild. And I think again, that's okay. We've talked about that's how uh, people didn't like some of Ryan Johnson's humor because it was in an episodic piece of the Skywalker saga. If this is a standalone thing, which uh, by all accounts it is, yeah. set in a different time, uh, probably different characters, creative different planets, license, right? Do whatever you want, man. I don't care. And make it very Taika, and that's going to be great because everything he does dude, turns to gold.
0: I'm just asking for one thing. Yeah. Introduce me to something new.
1: Yes. Okay, Jeff. Mando Rumors. Ooh. This is our only news nugget. Are we uh, in the dipping or not dipping stage now? Well, here's the thing. You are in the stage where, this this is a very unusual thing, Jeff. This is you bringing a rumor to me. Really? Dude, this never happens. (laughs) Okay. Moof Milkers, yesterday Jeff told me he had some scoop that he read online. I did. And I was like, wait, I haven't even heard this yet. What is it, Jeff? So, Jeff, tell us what it is. All right. So, I'll tell tell you.
0: So, again, sometimes I peruse the fringes, the outer fringes of the net.
1: The outer rim. The outer rim.
0: And I found the following, Brett. Yes. That there's going to be a name change for The Mandalorian Season 4. It's not that the show will be discontinued. Right. It's that it will continue on,
1: but have a new title. Are you dipping it or flipping it? Okay. Uh, I'm holding the nugget in Mm. midair still. Uh, I want to mention the first rumor that came out was that the series was going to end after four seasons. Mm. And then as Jeff pointed out to me, this is sort of the clarification rumor to the other rumor that says it's not going to end. It's just going to go on by a different name. Yes. Now, Jeff. New title. New title. You apparently have a theory about I what do. this new title will be. I Okay, do. Jeff.
0: It's no longer going to be The Mandalorian. It will be Mandalore.
1: Okay, now before I decide whether to not, or not to dip this, Jeff. Yes. Am I dipping this on the basis of the veracity of what you're saying or how much I would like that to be? How much you would like that to be? In that case, Jeff, I'm only going to slightly, just going to kind of scrape the surface of the hummus. Ooh, ooh. Pick up a couple of olive chunks. All right. And, and now. And then take a bite. And now, the veracity. Veracity, dunk, dunk, <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. Full, full dunk. <laughs> Jeff, I I think you're probably, I, th- I, mean, I mean, it's likely that mm. you're right. Okay. I believe that. However. However, as I've explained before, and we won't get into this too much, but. I'm not a huge fan of Mandalore. Mm. I'm not a fan of the lore of Mandalore and the Mandalorians. Interesting. I find it all a little boring. And I know that uh, I'm in the minority on that. Yes, you are. Yeah, because most people love it. Most people love it. Um, It's just not for me, but that's okay. right. right? Because we all got stuff we love in the Star Wars universe. So if that happens, look, the thing is, though. So basically what you're saying is if you were to
0: play the Star Wars game called The Old Republic. Yeah. And you had to choose between factions. Jedi, Sith, Scoundrel, or Mandalorian,
1: you're saying that you wouldn't choose Mandalorian. Heck no. That would be the first one I'd eliminate. Wow. Then I'd eliminate Sith and choose well. between Jedi and Scoundrel. Okay. Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. So I think it's likely, but but here's the thing. Here's a silver lining for me. Mm-hmm. I know the whole thing is a silver lining for you. If that happens, I think they would make it cool. I think they would make me like it more. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. Because I mean, the way they, you know, and if it's still Dave Filoni and John Favreau, They'll take things that I didn't really like that much in the Clone Wars animated series and they'll make it cool in live action or cooler to me. So I think if they do it, like, I have no doubt it's going to be good. It's just not something that gets me excited just based on the concept alone. Gotcha. Um, Jeff, let's go on. We have Mm. so much to talk about. All right. All right, Jeff, we're going to get into the big deal. I went to Galaxy's Edge, Jeff. Oh, man. Uh, I finally got there and... Uh, Move milkers feel free to send in questions if we were really smart I would have put out there a call for questions about Galaxy's Edge before I even went or at least after I came back no, before no, no. recording this episode
0: no, Brett, no? this yeah? was a special event okay it was for you that's true okay yeah we we enjoy understanding your experience after the fact but okay. I want you to I want you to enjoy some things
1: just for Fresh. me. Just for just, me. Just for you. Okay. This is like celebrities not posting pictures exactly, of Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, and, and that's what I did, Jeff. I wasn't, don't, don't, there's no twisting about it. Star Wars is your child. Jeff, you want to know how this really went down? <laughs> when I got there, I wasn't thinking about the podcast. I wasn't really trying to, you know, generate a bunch of answers to FAQs for fans, for move milkers, for whoever. Um, but then as soon as I got back from the park. We got back to our room, and I just immediately started frantically scribbling down <laughs> notes about every single thing really? that happened. Yeah. Okay. Jeff, let me tell you the thing. Wait, that wait. I think are those your real notes? You see this, Jeff? You actually – are you serious? You Did wrote that? I wrote all of oh, this. Oh, man, yeah. dude. That's awesome. I, I should scan this for the Move Milk. And this is probably one of the best C-3PO's I've ever seen you Oh, draw. thanks, man. Yeah, I really like this one. It came out good. Wow. That one I drew at the pool. Okay, you know, I told you, Jeff, I'm not a, I'm not a, like, not a beach guy. Ha- I'm not a like hang out in the sun guy. <laughs> I'm sitting at a table under an umbrella guy. Okay, let me tell you what's missing first of all from Galaxy's Edge, in my opinion, mm. and and this is uh, mainly pandemic related, right? Okay. Uh, the role play slash cosplay aspect. Mm. Um, it's like going to Gillette Stadium when there's no game. You know okay. what I mean? Yep. Um, I get it. I get it. It's really cool to see, but like. They need, I feel like what they need. You need
0: the fan fervor.
1: Yeah. And to truly push this over the edge, no pun intended, <laughs> um, you need creatures, you need droids, you need scum and villainy, like just walking around, man. Yeah. And I think before the pandemic, maybe they did. I'm pretty sure they had droids and stuff rolling around the park. I know that the characters that were there, so they do have characters there now, but they're sort of like up high. And yeah, but like, I'm sorry. How do you not have R5 rolling around? They should. Right. Right. Right, dude. R five can just roll around and spray Purell at people. Yeah, it's not dangerous to do that during a pandemic. (laughs) Um, You know, now with the character actors, would you like a complimentary spray down, (laughs) of (laughs) Psh! Pops out the top. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it. That would be amazing. Um, All right, Jeff. This is like a very random order. Okay. All right, just go and and I will get to. Spit it at me. I will get to Rise of the Resistance, which is the best ride in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I mean, there's only two. Okay. Uh, blue milk versus green milk, Jeff. <laughs> mm. I went in biased towards green milk. Because Did you? You know I love the Last Jedi. Okay. And I love when there's a new twist on an old thing. Okay. But however, in practice, blue milk is. I the thought way to blue go. milk tasted better. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that's just me, uh, Jeff. The theming is incredible. Mm. Okay. So the architecture is absolutely incredible amazing if you like this is everything i ever dreamed of when i was a kid awesome awesome. is that i would go to this thing and it would be a theme park but i'd be in the world of star wars and the architecture is so good and of course it's like doug chang and all the other awesome artists at lucasfilm Mm. who put this whole thing together and it took them a long time and and guess what
0: star cruiser is only gonna make
1: uh, it oh baby so the theming is incredible also jeff very little written English. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure you're only going to read English in the park when it's required by law.
0: So basically, everything is in Galactic basic. Galactic basic. Yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. It is very accessible. Okay. In fact, I think it's Rise of the Rise of the Resistance. I noticed that, like, if you're in a wheelchair, you don't even need a ramp. Like, there's just enough space really to get through. Like they've they've laid it out really well. So it's cool to see that you know. Okay. okay. That is. One of the main things they start with when designing a park nowadays, mm. unlike in the past. Okay. Um, so that's... Okay. So let's get to Rise of the Resistance, Jeff. People, you can tell I'm really excited. Jeff, this is one of my Charlie Day in Pacific Rim moments where I just can't control my enthusiasm, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to spoil it here, if okay. you don't mind. All right. Go okay. ahead. I mean, well, I'm not going to really spoil the story. Wait, 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 wait. Rise of the Resistance. Is that the... Um... That's the second ride, right? Yes, the newer one. Not the not the Millennium Falcon. Not the Millennium Falcon. All right, go ahead and spoil it. So here's the first thing, Jeff. I was first blown away because you get into a queue. When you get in there, you're like in a room, and it's like, okay, guys, we're gonna go out on this mission, right? Doors open
0: okay yeah, this
1: yeah. is this is my favorite part man
0: it's like willy wonka isn't it
1: it's like willy wonka Yeah, yeah. yeah. except instead of coming from outside inside you're inside and you go outside Ooh. so you but come into, outside you, is a totally different world jeff you come into an open space and you know it's sitting there waiting for you you remember the shuttle that leia comes out of when you first see her in the force awakens no way it's one of those no way like dude it's just the full thing the so, whole thing you, the whole thing I mean, it looks like you, have, you can't see her all the way yeah, around yeah, the yeah, other yeah, side, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's like, you come out and you're just like, holy crap, that is one of those, uh, pardon my French, bastardized B-Wings, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, every ship in Star Wars now is a bastardized B-Wing. <laughs> and I don't blame them because it's my favorite too, right? Hey, no. Second favorite. Uh, so you come out into that, dude. And I'm just like, oh, wait, we are walking out into a ship. So then you get in the ship, the doors close... You got a, a um, oh, what's his name? I know I wrote it down, but you see that I obviously wrote too many notes. Buck, <laughs> Buck, Buck is a Mon Calamari pilot of this shuttle.
0: Oh, really? So
1: he's animatronic. He's sitting in the front, kind of like Star Tours when they have like. Can actual... you tell that
0: he's animatronic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, but but it's just that the fact that it's a real thing, okay. you know what I mean? All right, all and right. he's moving around. Then you see Poe, and I think maybe Finn on a screen inside your shuttle. I, actually, I think just Poe.
0: And and he, he, here's a general question. Yeah. Do you think Disney has gotten better at animatronics? Have they? Oh, ha- Have they? You know, stepped up to the next level.
1: Jeff, my cousin. Okay, she's a little <laughs> older
0: than me. Okay,
1: and there were like four different times I got to ride this twice in one day, which is uh, if, amazing. If anyone's been there, they know that that's almost not possible to do unless you get in on you somebody. Know, you know somebody. Somebody else's magic band. let say no, how Okay. I okay. All right, all so all right. anyway, um, she kept saying to me, she's like, "Oh, that guy was real." I think, and I'm just like, "No, no, no. They they do not have." <laughs> You think they hired a dude to stay in this ride eight hours a day right. <laughs> and, and come out and scare one little shuttle after another? Like, no. That is an animatronic. It just looks really good. By the way, Jeff, also mm. there, Nine Numb. Really? Now, Jeff, I want to point out okay. that I just said it correctly for the first time in my nine life. Num? Only found One of out... your favorite characters. Dude, we've been calling him and Numb yeah. for 40-something years. It's actually Nine Numb? You know what else we did wrong last episode? Oh, my bad. I I referred to Nick Fury as Nick Cage. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you you know. (laughs) So anyway, it's nine numb. I think you were
0: mixing up Nick Fury and Luke Cage, but, you know, it's fine.
1: Dude, also, guess what I found out from Kristen Baver of the Star Wars show when I watched it? Okay, okay. (laughs) Dude, dude, don't name drop like that, okay? You, you, You had me thinking one thing. I have a trick up my sleeve, though. Well, yeah. she pronounced Kowakian monkey lizard on the Star Wars show. And I was just like, what?
0: Kowakian? I've Kowakian? never Kowakian? Heard... No, no, that, that could be just her.
1: So, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, I'm not believing that so one. So
1: check this out, Jeff. So I tweet at her. I'm just like, whoa, it's Kowakian? Because I've always said Kowakian. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, I just found out too. She replied. And so, wait, wait, you know, wait. wait. She,
0: well, hold on, hold on. I know, see, Jeff. See, see, I know. this is what I'm talking
1: about. I know, about. I know. And then she copied uh, one of the other people. Was it Leland Chi? I think? And mm. then he responded with something, and I was like, I don't know if he's being sarcastic at me right now, but I'm not going to respond. So, Jeff, sidebar. <laughs> oh, funny, funny. Sidebar, Jeff. Okay. I got this thing that I got I to gotta get over. I need therapy. We All of us we Star all Wars need fans need therapy. Yes, because, we do. Jeff, I have this perception mm. that everyone that works at Lucasfilm must be like, traumatized all the time <laughs> right. by toxic fans, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is genuinely, I'm being totally honest right now. Like, and not even trying to be funny, right? Like I, I, I just imagine that they're always traumatized. So I'm super sensitive.
0: To to not getting in their space. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Preemptively yep. sensitive where like I'm afraid to say stuff, and that's probably not fair. Yeah. You know, because as she showed, like they're super happy to engage with fans yeah, because when they you're love just being Wars, cool. Man. But then I'm just always paranoid. I'm like, if I crack a joke back, I don't want them to think I'm being sarcastic mm-hmm. or toxic or complaining. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess I just gotta get over it. I yeah, don't know. I think I think
0: it's um I think it's okay to have that, you know, that space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then If you're able to get past it with conversation and get to know a person, then you can start being sarcastic. Right. That's the thing, Jeff.
1: But but then, you know, then that leads to this. You know, if you keep the conversation, this is like when you meet a famous person Mm. and you want to keep it going. Right. You don't want to like wear out your welcome. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I sounded cool for like five words. Yeah. So I'm going to quit while I'm Exactly. Exactly. Everybody has the sounding
0: cool quota.
1: Look, you're never going to get this kind of honesty anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Listeners, uh, this is why we do the podcast, because we're trying to tell you how it really feels.
1: Back to our show, Jeff. Yes. Uh, I sent you a picture of me in yes, the First did. Order hangar.
0: And I thought it was awesome. So
1: you come out of the shuttle. You're yeah. in the First Order hangar. There's like a bajillion Stormtroopers bright there.
0: lights, man. Bright lights. I feel like I should be wearing shades on the ride.
1: It feels very much like when Poe Dameron first comes into the First Order Star Destroyer at the beginning of Force Awakens. Yes, yes. And he's just like, whoa, they got ships this big? It snakes out there this big. What's really cool, you asked me, Jeff, you're like, are those like real dudes? So they're not. They're animatronic. But what they do is they just move. The
0: Stormtroopers behind
1: you. The Stormtroopers behind you. They just move a little bit.
0: Okay.
1: Just enough where you're just like, well, that dude looks really real. And they have a couple more further down where it's just like one stormtrooper in a corridor. And you're just like, is that dude? Like, is that real? Mm. And then they kind of move a little and you're like, maybe he is. But then you realize they just move enough to make you think they're real, but they're not. But they're awesome. But
0: dude, just to have that many animatronics in the same room. Yep. Wow.
1: Yep. So basically, Jeff, this ride is a combination of all rides. There are parts where you're walking and you interact with first order officers. Some of them give you a really hard time. You know when you go to a restaurant like Dick's Last Resort, mm-hmm. and they're purposely like sarcastic and For cranky purpose. to you? They, some of them do that, and it's awesome. Wow. So that's what I mean. Like When they have the, the sort of either cosplay or just sort of that role-playing thing, it is wonderful. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the best things about Galaxy's Edge. Do they treat you that way at the bar? Um, Jeff, my only regret, I did not get to go to the bar. What? No. As you know, though, I got to do pretty much everything well, you else. Well, you do have kids. All right, Jeff. We're running out of time so I'm going to ask you mm. what else do you want me to tell you about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and we can continue this in our next episode.
0: Well, um it's kind of related to uh, another question But mm-hmm. of the live characters that are there. Yeah. Is it any good? Like for example, when I was a kid and I went to Disneyland, it was still super awesome to meet all the the princesses, mm-hmm. you know, Beauty
1: and the Beast, yeah. you
0: know. Yeah. Like, t- to me, that was part of the part of the mm. the ambiance.
1: Yeah. Well, so I will say again, it should be. And post pandemic, I believe it will be again. Because like, here's my thing. Yeah. How is Chewie not walking around? Well, what right now and I and I believe this is only because of COVID. They only have them like stationed higher up off the ground. So they'll do some little scenes, but they're sort of like elevated up on a little scaffolding thing yeah. or like maybe not on the Falcon. I forget what they're on. But they're kind of like up high. So, so basically
0: no photo ops. It's
1: not immersive. Okay. It's not immersive. It's just kind of like they're doing a thing like he's on a balcony and she's on a balcony. And you're just kind of watching from the ground. I mean, Because, dude, I, I at least want to photo op with a stormtrooper. Yeah. I mean, come on. But no, no. Normally, you could do that. Normally, okay. the stormtroopers walk around and they'll interrogate you. Okay. And they'll go up to kids and just be like, are you loyal to the first order? And they'll do like cool stuff like that. OK. The right. thing is, it's just now during the pandemic. But, you know, if uh, people get vaccinated... Wear a mask. Do whatever you're supposed to do. Hopefully someday we'll get back to that, you know? Mm. Um, Jeff, let me tell you this. Okay. I believe you had asked me if uh, Rise of the Resistance was the best ride I've ever been on. Yes. I am going to say no. Or, and not even that, is it the best ride at Disney World? Not even that. Really? So let me tell you. And again, I love it. Okay. But here's, And I'm only mentioning... That there's something better.
0: Interesting. Because
1: I want Star Wars to raise the bar as well. Okay. The Avatar ride, Jeff, at Disney's Animal Kingdom is, is it better? Hands down the best ride I've ever been on. In my no life. way. Absolutely. The most immersive thing. The scale, okay? So you're on one of those flying dragon thingies. Mm-hmm. The scale of the world is so astounding. And you feel like you are moving at these speeds and dropping from great heights and seeing incredibly large creatures. Incredibly large landscapes. Wait, wait. How are you seeing this? Gigantic. Stuff? So you're. Is this you're, CG. Have you ever been on Soarin' at Epcot? No, no. Okay, so it's basically. Um, Dude,
0: I haven't been to Disney World in like 20 years.
1: Star Tours, though. Star Tours. Okay, so you've been. So it's essentially this. It works the same as Star Tours, but if, instead of being in a shuttle with 20 other people watching it on a screen in front of you, yeah. the screen is really close, and you're riding a thing. Like, remember those things you used to put a little quarter in a jet and you'd ride it and you'd bounce back and forth? Yeah, it's like one of those, except it's your dragon. And you're, like, flying on the dragon. Dude, the thing's even moving. You feel it between your knees. Oh, yeah. Like, the thing is breathing. No way. Dude, the thing's lungs are expanding and contracting. Oh, that is deep. And and the film that you see that you feel like you're flying through is absolutely stunning. And, Jeff, you will wait an hour and a half and it'll be absolutely 100% worth it. So, I just want to say... Star Wars needs that. They
0: need to, okay. As I got good it. as
1: Rise of the Resistance is, and it is phenomenal.
0: Well, then I'll put it this way, Brett.
1: Yeah. It better not be riding a horse. Jeff, if I can give one <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff. I do not want the riding the horse on the wing of a spaceship ride. No, yeah, yeah. That's the, not what I need. Don't mean. do that. Think outside the box. Okay. <laughs> but please outdo Avatar. All right. Please. All right. Okay. Uh, Jeff, I do want to also say... Mm. I got a special place in my heart for Star Tours okay. because that ride is as good today and actually better than when it opened. Because, really? you know, when it opened, the screen wasn't HD. Mm-mm. Like, dude, now everything is just better. It was not. And it is just as good. And you still get a different ride every time. And it's amazing. And I love it so much. Wow. Um,
0: amazing, Brad. We,
1: we talked last time about something that we're going to do on the Skywalk called the Trailies, mm. which is an award for Star Wars trailers. Oh, Yeah.
0: But we don't Dude, have time. We, to, we, we yeah. can totally do that next time. But listeners, we are working
1: on it. Yes, we are. We are. And we are going to do it. And uh, we got to set up a thing where fans can vote, right? Yeah. Um, a poll, some type of poll. Or, yep. You know. yep. Um, so we'll do that too. And then we'll include the trailies in a future episode. Jeff, thank you so much for literally hosting me at your house today hey. for this episode. It
0: was awesome. This man. has been so special. Dude, this, this is one of the best things. And, you know, I got to say, Luke appreciates it. As well. <laughs> yeah, yes. On that note, This is Jeff This is Brett And we're just talking about Star Wars All the time On On The the Skywalk